Whether you have a diagnosis or not, I don't care. Jump inside this podcast and I'm going to teach you how to read your own blood work so you can find the answers to your health concerns. Yes, those normal labs that your doctor keeps saying, oh, they look great. We'll see you again in six months. They really have answers in them if you know how to read it correctly. So come join me along this journey, leave a review and share with your friends. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, your host, Dr. Kylie. If you have ringing of the ears or if you know somebody who has ringing of the ears, share this podcast episode with them because Dr. Alexi is an audiologist and a functional medicine practitioner, and she's going to help us with three steps to taming tinnitus, which is ringing of the ears. So you got Dr. It. Alexi, welcome on. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here and chatting about my passion. So why why ears? Why is that your passion? <laughs> so having been an audiologist for, gosh, almost 30 years, God, that makes me feel very old. Um, everyone basically felt like everyone had tinnitus. And what I could offer as a as an audiologist really did not address the issues for people with tinnitus. And I found most of what's on the market maybe helped 20% of the people. And for me, that wasn't enough. Um, suicide, um, tinnitus is actually one of the top causes of suicide with our veterans. And really? so to me, yeah, it's it's very near and dear to my heart. It, it impacts so many people that I just want them to be able to live a normal life as much as they can. So, yeah, I've never experienced it. And I can't imagine how annoying it would be if you kept having ringing, you just heard ringing. You know, and so, most people can ignore it most of the time, but some, it just, it, it devastates them, right? They can't focus on anything but the tinnitus. Yeah. So you're sitting as an audiologist, trying to help people, feeling like your hands are tied behind your back. And then this word functional medicine pops into your life. And now describe to me what you did then versus what you do now and the difference in your results. Absolutely. So in the past, I would either fit someone with hearing aids um, because when you're hearing things louder, it tends to mask out the sound of the tinnitus. We would fit them with maskers, which is like a a type of white noise um, that will also mask out the tinnitus. Or tinnitus retraining therapy, which is a type of biofeedback, which is more of a habituation so that you get used to hearing the sound. And all those, although these can be beneficial for most people, they're still not addressing the root cause. So when the hearing aids are off or if their life gets more stressful, the tinnitus tends to flare. And from my experience, it really only helped about 20% of the population which wasn't enough. I mean, we need something that's really going to flip the switch for the majority of the population so that they can find the silence that they're looking for. Yeah. So how do how does functional medicine work in regards to tinnitus? Well, functional medicine really is about getting to the root cause of illness. And I think the biggest disconnect with Um, Western medicine, audiology, and more functional medicine is that one applies a Band-Aid, whereas another one is looking at state of health or wellness. And 
as I started to learn more about functional medicine, I realized that everybody that I was seeing that had tinnitus actually had underlying health issues. And so I like to evaluate lab results. Um, I want to see if there's underlying infections or inflammation in the body that would lead to a disease or pathology type of state, or maybe not even that extreme, but just, just a sense of inflammation that can create tinnitus. Also, different hormonal imbalances will lead to tinnitus. Those usually stem from the inflammation, but if someone's hypothyroid, um, if they have insulin resistance, if they're diabetic, all of these things lead to tinnitus by impacting the cardiovascular system. So what so, I'm doing is just bridging everything together. Yeah. So what you're explaining to me is tinnitus is a symptom Absolutely. of something underlying. You got it. When you figure out, and I and I don't want to say there's just a, a one cause to tinnitus because there's not a one cause. There's not a one cause to anything. Right. If you believe there's a one cause of migraines, you're wrong. If you believe you're, what, we could go down the rabbit hole. But there's a there's multiple facets to what can lead to tinnitus. What are those top three items that you see? So that would be uh, inflammation within the body, toxicity, and um, stress. How can we find the source of inflammation so we can start tackling and really healing our entire body? But as we heal our entire body, the ringing of the ears dissipates. Yep. So like you, I I do a lot with lab work. I do believe, as you say, that the CBC with differential is the lab worth lab its weight. Test gold. The price of gold. <laughs> By the way, if you're <laughs> listening to this, guys, Dr. Alexi I listen is, to you. <laughs> she is a functional blood work specialist. So if you're looking for someone who can read the labs the way you know they should be read, Dr. Alexi's got your back. Absolutely. Uh, and and thank you for the knowledge that you've imparted on me because I've learned so much from you. But I love to look at the CBC with differential because I can determine if there's underlying infections. And the way I explain this to my clients is that these underlying infections may, your doctor may not be worried about them, may not trigger them to look at them as a state of pathology. But the way I view them is this computer program running on your computer that just slows everything down. The computer's running, but it's not running at the speed it needs to. And so if I address those underlying causes of infection, then generally things within the body are going to start to balance out. So be it your hormone, um, resistance to several hormones like insulin or thyroid, sex hormones, all of those things start to balance out all of which lead to tinnitus. So if we address that root cause, you know, we're on the right path. And not only tinnitus, but a lot of other things exactly. that you aren't worried and, about and, will go away too. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's what I tell people. When you work with me, it's not just the tinnitus. I'm going to impact your whole body health. So we can't separate, you know, different parts of the body from the whole body. They all work together. So if something's off in your gut, the rest of your body is going to be impacted by it and your ear is no different. So that's inflammation. What about number two, toxicity? Toxicity. So in this day and age, we are all impacted by toxins. It's in the environment. Um, it could be fracking chemicals. It could be the makeup that we're putting on, beauty products. 
nonstick cookware, whatever it may be, toxins are coming in from everywhere. Those toxins themselves can lead to a state of inflammation in the body. They also impact the myelation pathways on your nerves. And so if those aren't working well, that can lead to tinnitus. Heavy metals and mercury in particular, I find are the biggest issues when it comes to tinnitus or hyperacusis, which is the oversensitivity to sound. So even if you do not have amalgam fillings or silver fillings, if your mom did, that passes down for four generations and it deposits into the brain. And so I find that those really impact the neural pathways um, as far as how sound is processed. So that's a big part of what I like to do is pull out all those heavy metals so that and toxins in general so that the body's inflammation levels decrease. There's a lot of people who do detoxes in general. What would you recommend as far as a DIY, do it on your own, versus actually getting help from a knowledgeable practitioner about detoxing? Yeah, that's a great question. And, And detoxing is such a common word nowadays. I know I quote detoxed forever and it never did anything for me or it was very short lived. And the problem is, is that most detoxes that people are doing are very um, surface level. They're just supporting maybe the kidney and liver, which is great, but they're not addressing the toxins that are stored in our fat cells. So as a protective mechanism, your body shuttles toxins to the fat cells and your brain is primarily fat. So it gets stored there as well. If you're not pulling it out at the cellular level, you're never going to find true healing. So you can do all the juice fast and liver cleanses and everything you want, but you've got to get into the cells. And so I don't recommend to do it yourself. I am working with several people who have done cilantro and celery juice and what they've done is stirred up more toxins, but their body is not supported in the right way to pull it out. And what happens is you get worse. Um, So you may feel better for the first month or two, and then you notice you've got a relapse of symptoms and it gets significantly worse. Go to the cellular level. I'm happy to help you. There are different nutraceuticals that we can use to really pull those toxins out and safely chelate them out of the body. I remember when when a certain someone, we who must not be named, brought in celery juicing Mm-hmm. one of his books and I was like all of my patients were all of a sudden doing celery juicing and all hell was broke loose <laughs> yep. like they were coming back to me like complaining about more and more symptoms and how everything was aggravated like just because you read it in a book or saw it on social media by a famous mm-hmm. person doesn't mean that you should be doing it right so be very careful when you step into a detox thinking that this is going to solve all your problems if you've been down the rabbit hole, like Dr. Lexi was saying, where you've detoxed supposedly for years and months and nothing's changing, well, you might be just supporting the detox system and not actually getting into it. I loved it how you said toxicity in the fat within yep. your cells. Yeah. Okay, number one, inflammation. Number two, toxicity. And number three, stress. Stress. And oh, that so- lovely word. <laughs> You know, it's like the buzzword. Everybody's stressed nowadays, but unfortunately, it's true. 
Um, And stress can be good stress, like planning a wedding, getting ready to have a baby, or it can be... a freaking event. Event, exactly. (laughs) Um, Or bad stress, right? So, and the thing is, is that inflammation itself stresses our body. Um, Most of my tinnitus patients will come to me and go, well, noise, it was noise induced. Well, noise is a stress and stress impacts your oxidative... um, stress levels within the body and creates more free radicals, which increases toxins. So stress is this perpetuating issue. You can try and lead this wonderful life. And unless you're sitting on the beach with not a care in the world, everyone has some level of stress. So when I work with clients, as far as addressing their stress, I really like to integrate things like heart rate um, variability, heart-brain coherence techniques, meditation, yoga, things that they can learn to really build resilience in dealing with the world around them so that the stress is not as impactful and it doesn't cause their tinnitus to get worse. So I like it. So three steps to taming tinnitus. One, tackle the inflammation. Refer to your CBC with differential. Two, toxicity. Specifically, mercury can cause wreak havoc in the nervous system, leading to ringing of the ears. And then be sure you're actually detoxing correctly. Probably should get some help from someone who's an expert in it. And then three, figure out, I should say, embed anti-stress mechanisms into your life. Don't just figure it out. Can't eliminate them, but you can help them out. And that was one of the biggest transitions for me as going from school an entrepreneur and, and a mother at the same time, I'm so used to always having to be productive. And if I'm not productive, then I'm not, quote, making money or getting the, to the next right. level, whereas productivity can be just as good as resting and playing with the kids. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. reframe our mindset around that word productive. Mm-hmm. You can be productive in so many ways, not just absolutely our typical modalities like I'm productive building relationships with my kids when I'm playing with them absolutely so just reframing that so all right Dr. Alexi where can they find you they can find me I have a Facebook group for people with tinnitus and that is taming tinnitus on Facebook so happy to have you there I do have a YouTube channel which is Dr. Alexi elements of wellness and I do post a lot of videos for tinnitus on there and then my website, which is www.elementsofwellness with the number one.com. So I would love to have any questions that you have. I'm here to help you. Bringing of the ears does not have to just be managed. It can be overcome and she's your expert. So go find her, join her inside our Facebook group, find her at elements of wellness, number one, actual number one.com. <laughs> and we'll get all those links posted in the show notes below. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing Thanks. your expertise. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Ready to have all of your blood work compiled in one location where you can easily read it all together? Well, go grab my book, Why Are My Labs Normal? on Amazon. Grab it, learn how to read your own labs, and take the power back in your hands because your normal blood work is loaded with answers. You just got to have the right person reading it and the right person can be you. Go grab it on Amazon. Why are my labs normal by Dr. Kylie Burton? Leave a review and we'll see you on the next episode.